Take 95. <laughs> I am Alex, and I'm super. And I'm Dr. Kevin, and I'm the natural. <laughs> voice cracked. And I'm Pastor Rob, and I'm still a junkie. And we are the Supernatural Junkies. junkies. That yeah, wasn't bad. That's that was good. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Supernatural Junkies, another exciting episode. We've got Rob here, Pastor Rob, and Dr. What up, Kevin. What up? What up, what up? Being the doctrine, doctrine, housing, yes, and pfeffer, yes. Okay. Nice. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that means either, but it's I'm awesome. I'm a German Dr. Pfeffer, yes. All right. Redo. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Dr. Pfeffer, do we have a Dr. Pepper for the Dr. Pfeffer? Yes, we do. We, How about um, for Rob? I was just feeling like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm I, locked I'm confused. Loaded. Why is Kevin drinking Dr. Pepper? Isn't I don't that know. your I, drink? I, he is. I think I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to really I'm very proud this. of him. That's all I have to say. Oh, yeah, he's grown <laughs> yeah, I had my green matcha tea, had a little nap this afternoon, and I was like, man, I think I could use, I'm just going to take this just in case. Yeah, you know, good for you. Seems to work for Rob. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> It I've does, gotten it by does. on life from <laughs> the miracle drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are in a uh, second part, and we may—we're not even sure how this is going to go, but we're—we're going to be in our uh, second one. It's called the End Game, and or the final End Game. And uh, but we had kind of a final End Game. If you've been missing us, we've been missing you. And uh, oh man, we got shut down. Folks. Oh man, the censorship <laughs> is real. Yeah, so <clears throat> where do we start? I'm so excited about this. Not. Not. Yeah. Uh, sometime two, about two weeks ago. I don't know. <clears throat> but by the time you guys hear it, it'll be a few weeks after that. So, yeah, I noticed probably about an hour after we got yanked, and it was a day after we put a podcast out, that uh, our podcast seemed to be not functioning. I'm <laughs> like, now I could get to old episodes, but I couldn't get to anything new. It kept giving me 404, and I was like, it's really weird because I check the analytics all the time. Um, yeah, the boys don't, so they wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> so, Oblivious. Yeah, right? So I noticed, and I was like, this is so weird, you know? And Kevin's like, oh, you know, it's you know, it's Friday afternoon. He's like, it's late. You know, just stop being on your phone. I was like, Yeah, because no, this was like almost midnight, by no, the way. No, it wasn't. This was 4.30 in the okay, afternoon. Okay, it felt like 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. It felt like 4 a.m. Yeah, it was 4.30 in the I afternoon. lost track of okay. time. I was, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, so I was really irritated. And so I contacted, uh, while the chat was still up, I was just thankful that somebody was still there. And I was like, uh, Hey, where's our podcast? What happened? And they were pretty evasive. You know, they were there and they were like, well, we don't know. And I was like, I can't log in. And it says my password, uh, has changed and I'm the only one that should have a password. So what's going on? And they're like, yeah. And I said, and I requested, uh, the password would be sent to me, so a reset, because I was like, I don't know what's going on. And they're like, yeah, uh, we'll look into it. And I was like, no, 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 no. There's no looking into it. I need to know now. Because, like, you know, we're a new podcast, but we've had quite a few downloads. You know, we're doing really well. And I'm like, no, no, I need to know now. And they're like, yeah, no, no, we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. And I was like, no, 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 no. And like, yeah, tomorrow. And I was like, tomorrow? What do you mean? Didn't get back to me tomorrow, you know. And I was, again, annoying them again. Like, hey, where's our podcast? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> so, so, you know, needless to say, we went through this for almost seven days. Oof. I had to get a tech person on it because I was like, I, you know, they're not answering me. They're being really weird. Excuse me. Yeah, our website lady, uh, Nikki Mason, shout out to her for helping us Thank you, this. Nikki. Yeah, shout we'll out. without you. For sure. And uh, she actually was the one who was like, I think they're being evasive on purpose. I think this was intentional. And it was around that time that we're like, really? And she's like, yeah, they're acting in a way that's really strange. 
they're not answering any of my questions. And, um, and it was really weird because I think she just told that to Kevin when I was not at home at the time, but I got an email from them that, you know, I did post on our Instagram. <laughs> that basically was like, whoopsies, we flagged your account by accident. And so we just sort of deleted it. I hope you're okay with that. Anyway, it's back online. Good luck. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> and it n- probably won't happen again. Yeah, like, I know. That's my favorite Not part. it will never happen again. I know. And they're like, whoopsies are bad. And I was like, What? <laughs> Like, they didn't tell us anything. And I loved that of all the messages I sent them, they picked one from, like, mid-range to respond to. And I was like, wait, what? And so then I responded something snarky back that was like, really? This is... This is how you respond to like clients, and I was like, "Wow, this is." And I did. I, I sent a snarky message back that was like, "This is sloppy all over the place." So I was like, "That's the response. I get no actual answers. You just delete and don't tell us why we were flagged or what we we're flagged about." You were just like, "Well, our mistake. We're so sorry." Mm, yeah, that's frustrating. Well, they didn't say what the flag was, and no. I didn't see any flags at my house. I, I didn't <laughs> no. Democrat false flag. Yes. And if well, you've been reading the news, you know all about that this week. Yes. Anyway. I think we were fact-checked. Yes. That's probably what it was, and the fact-checkers deleted us. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but if you fact-check, you know that all of our stuff is actually backed up. by. And anyway, sign up for that newsletter if you want to get the links to the actual facts <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> so on SupernaturalDrunkies.com, that newsletter. So Dot yeah. com. That's right. Go ahead and sign up. We need a up. jingle. Do we have a jingle? No, but you just did one. So yeah, from now go. on, I'll just Actually, point to you. Actually, that's Yahoo's. So we can't use that one. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, what are you we, doing, bro? I know. I just stole Yahoo's. You're going to get us flagged again. I just used Yahoo's. <laughs> oh, we're going to get yanked <laughs> again. Yahoo's. Scratch that. I'm going to have to edit that out. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Rob. Um, I'm going <laughs> to say no on that one. Darn yeah. it. Darn it. Yeah. Well, we we really have been impacted by that, folks. And the fact that we're getting censored tells us that we're on the right track. Yes, um, Honestly, exactly. if there's anybody that's examining the truths of what's actually happening in the world right now, you're going to be fact-checked, and they're going to say you are wrong. Right, and but I feel the need to say, this podcast is safe and effective. Well, and here's the <laughs> other thing. You know, we're going we're gonna to get to the encouraging part here, and... You know, again, this may be, we're, we're just working our way through this, but this is the second part of the final end game. And so I'm going to give you a little review of the first session. And um, this is stuff we've covered all along, and I encourage you to go back and listen to those episodes. But the first thing was we have a paradigm that we've covered, and it's in Luke 21, and it comes right from Jesus about how to handle the end times. What happens when prophetic things happens? Jesus said, when you see these things happening, stand up and then lift up. He didn't say break out your AK-47s. He didn't say that. (laughs) Yeah. But he didn't say standing up. My bad. Yeah. Standing up doesn't mean (laughs) sitting down. Right. When I think of stand up in the Bible, I think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Mm -hmm. Right. And when I think of standing up, I don't think that means silence. And we we have a deafening silence in the church. And when we talk through these passages... You know, and that's where we talked about Revelations 13, uh, 16, where it talks primarily about the mark of the beast. There's about three, three verses there that are pretty crucial. But we showed how all five things surrounding the mark of the beast in Revelations 13 are happening. We see a cause come in the world. We see the reacts. What, what does every cause have? It has to have an effect. What's the effect? They need access to our bodies. In fact, Satan's ultimate plan doesn't happen if he can't get access to your body, right? The third thing. Does this, all of a sudden, now we get the threat, right? The threat is if you do not buy and sell, 
right? Mm -hmm. You can't get to buy and sell, right? So they take this away. This government has this power. And the third thing, we, fourth thing we talked about was how there's a mark to it, right? And this mark is, is in our bodies, in our right hand, mm -hmm. possibly, right? right? And then the mark is in our forehead. So here we have a vaccine that is not a vaccine. It's genetic markers, genetic codes, mm -hmm. patentable genetic markers are being put throughout your body. You know, we are testing people and every chance I get a chance to test somebody and show them that their, their arm has become magnetic, right? And that why would, why would that be happening? Maybe something is in this that they haven't disclosed, right? How do people react when you, when that happens, when... Have you had anybody like completely freak out or anything? Or? Well, you know, again, we're going to get to some of that for mm -hmm. sure as we go through this. But there's no doubt it is traumatic for some of them. And mm -hmm. other people, not at all. Complete apathy. Wow. Complete yeah. apathy. Really? Right. Hmm. You know, and again, I, when I think back to the study we covered in, in Europe, I think the reason those people were freaking out is because in America, we have so many chemicals in our food. There's right. Right. Between, right around 3,000 different chemicals yeah. that Europeans don't let. Right. Put in their right. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because before something can be used over there, it has to be proven to be safe. Whereas we're just the opposite. So you can right. see they are more naturalists there. So the idea of their arm, you know, testing magnetic, uh, is is more traumatizing for mm. them. But there's mm. no doubt about it. The lady that uh, I I actually showed this to today, she wasn't. She was walking out the door in my office, and she says, "I rebuke this." Right. Wow. And I told her, I said, "You know, we'll talk about what I said and what we say to all of these situations as we go through it." Mm. Um, but as if you have something to do with it, you know what I mean? It's, right. It's like, no, no. The reason this is happening to you, right? You're well, like. You know, she it was has... pressured. She she works for the county, yeah, and yeah. she was going to lose her job. Now her husband didn't take it, right. right? So you start to look at these equations. So then we talked about Revelations eighteen twenty three, and um, we talked about how in in Revelations eighteen we're talking about the Bible says that there's a mystery group of people. They're called Mystery Babylon, and they really go back to Ooh, all the way back mysterious. to this to the Tower of Babel mm -hmm. is really what happened. Yep. And that's when, when, when um, they were trying to build the first Tower. one world government and, and tr unite humanity, right? right? And God had to stop it. So this is what Mystery Babylon wants to do. And yeah. they confuse the languages, yep. right? Mm -hmm. And so this is why people separate and so on and so forth. So this has clearly been the goal. And the tarot deck. Yes. The tower. That's what, yes. the, ta that's what the tower and the tarot deck represents is the right. Tower of Babel. Mm -hmm. Yep. So you see that this is where this, this mysterious group of people are still trying to bring the world together and do what they wanted to do at the Tower of Babel. Right. And that is also to make people gods because that's what they were building, something that go from one dimension to another. Mm -hmm. right? Right. So long story short on that is, is that these people group, who are they in the world? The Bible tells us they are the wealthy international merchants. And when you have people like Bill Gates, Bezos, example, right? <laughs> Bill Gates, for example, owning more farmland in America than anybody yep. else, right? Why? Why is he the center? How does a guy with a computer, first of all, designs the worst computer program in the history of the planet, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, you know, I would say he's Satan when it comes to computers. <laughs> and I use Apple, which is the Antichrist, but it still <laughs> seems like it actually works. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't get viruses. Right. It? Yeah. Right. You, you, you just, yeah. It, it's just but, difficult to believe that these, and again, look at the elections. But what is, but it, I know, but like, why is he interested in the farmland? That's right. interesting, mm -hmm. huh? Well, we're so crazy. we're Are, seeing that happen for well, sure. Well, did you see the thing where he did an interview with Anderson Cooper? And he's saying that meat 
is no longer going to be readily available and that everything is going to be made with soybeans now. Yes, that this, I saw that. Right, and not just the exterior of the soybean, the whole soybean, which, yep. by the way, people, cancer-causing for women and also um, men that have high amounts of soybean, it turns into estrogen, right, right in the male body. It's very bad. Um, and he did say that he's going to start supplying that from his farmland, right, the soybeans to McDonald's. Darn it. Where am I going to eat? <laughs> yeah, well. Burger King, Rob. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, it should, right, you right. know, at this point, um, all that food is just going to be even more toxic yeah, because exactly. of this stuff. But wow. what we have to be putting yeah. our fingers on here is that we had a sitting president and mm-hmm. tutor. I just said tutor. Tutor. <laughs> what? Twitter. The tutors? Tutors. Twitter. Twitter. Oh. Twitter. Oh. Twitter. Twitter. Tweet. Facebook. Right. Tweet. Yeah, yeah. And we have Amazon, Google, and Apple yeah, coming in to, yep. to shut yep. them down. Right. Yep. So we are experiencing un- unprecedented. We we were on Google for a week before they pulled us. Right. Yeah. So you you start to see. You mean YouTube. Yeah. Right. YouTube. What did so, I, say? I think you said Google. I didn't I think... say tutor again. I know. Yeah. Um, I think we were on there for a whole two weeks yeah. <laughs> before we got. We might yanked. have hit two weeks. I'm not yeah. sure. So uh, we felt proud, crazy. That was a proud moment. Yeah, though. I know. We're like, we got pulled. Yeah. And, and look at who this mandate, who's the president leaning on? He's leaning on companies. Right. right? Private. So private companies, companies, by the way. That are owned mm-hmm. by right. private people to, to right. make this thing roll out. And of course, by the way, it did also say important people, right? There are our politicians, our, our famous people, right? So these are the people groups that we should be looking for. And what are they trying to do? They're trying to make the light inside of us go out. They're trying to make a, our, the, the relationship between the bride and groom okay, right. to never be heard of us again. And Rob was pointing out how in the Old Testament that those two sayings were a way in which God would use to divorce a generation, right? But the difference with this one is that we feel like, hey, it says forever, right? What could make the light inside of us go out forever? What could keep us from ever being able to talk to God again, right? Well, the only thing I can come up with really is the mark of the beast. Mm -hmm. So I believe that's what it's talking about. And so what does it then tell us? It tells us that once again, what's surrounding this mark of the beast scenario? Deception, right? And how are they going to do it? And again, you start to look back on this, and I've been saying this for quite some time, but the word there is pharmakeia, which means something that you find at your pharmacy, right? Mm-hmm. All This whole deception, the Bible indicates, could lead us to something that we will get at our pharmacy. And what are, mostly those are things that doctors prescribe. So we see this medical component. So that's nine separate things happening in the world that, that indicate, hey, this could be the mark of the beast, right? Then we covered some very disturbing, nefarious ingredients. We talked about Dr. Robert Young and how he's done a chemical analysis and found the graphene oxide, right? We, we also did Dr. Kerry Madej, mm-hmm. and Rob talked about Talked about the scorpion, scorpion. little entity yeah. that he found in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's lots of discussion about what exactly is it, Hydra vulgaris, that marine light. Yes. They really um, don't know what it is right, in a lot that, of ways. That lives in fresh water. Yes. Is it a? Is it that creature yet genetically modified in some labs? Is it actually a metal type creature that, what, you were going to, go ahead. Well, and then we talked about Zandra Botha. Maybe we had the Zandra. Little, yeah. Zandra. Yeah. Yeah, and, and she had those little black washer devices, yep. which we're going to actually talk a little bit more about because uh, Karen Kingston, whistleblower from Pfizer, she was on a Stu Peters show talking about how she's found the patent for some of the things yep. that we've seen. We talked about the back soldier that was having all the health problems. He's in a magnetic bath and he yeah. feels like needles are coming yeah. out of him and mm-hmm. his wife pulls that little 
pin black thing under the black light. She could see it. She pulls it out. This uh, thing looks like two long strands. By oh. the way, it's exactly like when well, we're going to talk about what Dr. Frank Zalewski found, and it's exactly looks like that. Um, and then we had Dr. Barbell Detala, and she was also mm-hmm. talking about um, how the blood stacking situations they they were it's was something oh, you would find yeah. with like cancer and and then she also talked about how she could see this graphene oxide so those are the things we covered on the last show i realize it's a pretty significant review but we have two more things to talk about today um, specifically with respect to the nefarious or hidden ingredients in these vaccines and of course the first one was the Stu peter show just covered this with Karen Kingston, evidently she's been watching some of these developments overall, and uh, so she tries to chime in there. Um, and do you guys both watched that one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. It's interesting. Yeah, she was commenting because he had um, Cyrus uh, Pyrus Paris on there before, who is a I guess inventor slash mad man genius, who um, he did a movie, and I forget it was called uh, what was it called? Do you remember the AI something? Anyway. Um, and he's kind of this madman, but he was on there earlier in the week and he was talking about how the vaccines have something to do with AI and how this is an alien agenda. And he went on and on and, and he was like, I'm not crazy because I predicted the whole Trump being attacked and that this medical thing would pull him out of office and, and you know, and Stu's like, okay, okay, we got to go. And so Karen <laughs> Kingston came on and said, okay, she's like, I know he sound crazy, but you know, she's like, I'm here to say that he's actually correct. Yep, yep. I found the patent yep. numbers and you know, this is, you know, DARPA has them and well, you know. Keep in mind folks that if, if you're a Christian, you know, what you think is an alien, right? Or they think is an alien is what we would call a demon. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's really what we're talking about here. Yeah. What well, uh, is an alien? You know, it, it really it's, is it's not, <laughs> it's not from here. Yeah. But, but she kind of defended him a little bit. Yeah. No, she did. She definitely did. I mean, and he does too, because he sort of dips in that. He's not a Christian, but, um, he does say that this is an attack against God. You know, our God, you mm-hmm. know, the right. Christian's God. And, right. he, yeah. and he very much says that it is an attack, that this is specifically um, what's coming is an attack by the fallen ones against God's people. And so she was just, you know, but that's not what that specific thing that Karen Kingston came on there. She just wanted to say, hey, I want to defend him. He's not entirely insane because what he's saying about the AI and the government being involved, he's entirely correct because these are the patent numbers and they're held by DARPA. And um, it is this, you know, this, you want to explain it, Kev? No, I thought Rob should explain it. Oh, okay. Do you want to explain it? No, go ahead. Okay. No, I I can't do it. (laughs) I can't do it. Well, either, go ahead. So, um, you know, she brings up a few patents. And if you go um, to some of the references she looked at, I did pull up actually some of her personal PowerPoints, right? (laughs) Plug, plug. And uh, so one of the ones she brings up is actually Moderna's patent, okay? So another one of the patents, and I'm going to go ahead and read this, but it looks, when you guys look at that, do you see that that looks exactly like the black washers there? Yep. Yeah, it right? does. Yep. It does. So, and, and then SpaghettiOs. It tells, yes, and it's actually <laughs> called... Oh, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> yes, it's actually called Circulating Nanoparticles for Sustained Release of Therapeutic Agents. And that's patent number 2010. There's a slash 021 and there's a space, and then an A is an apple, and then number one. Hmm. So if you look in there, and it, it's got the actual components to this thing, hmm. and one of them is doxital. Um, I should say doxit, 
I'd say doxataxel. Doxataxel. Okay. That sounds good to me. I like I, that. I definitely think somebody else should have read that one. <laughs> but when they talk about a therapy agent, and they're talking about a chemotherapy drug, right? And they're talking about side effects, okay, that we have known side effects, low blood cell count, um, low red cell, low white cell. Mm-hmm. Talk about nausea, diarrhea, mouth sores, hair loss, fatigue, infection, all of these kinds of things, right? Fun. Yeah. So, again, we get down, what do they Here really use this for? Here's what I'm trying to tell you. This patent number, they admit, this invention is not limited to these particular processes, okay? Compositions or methodologies as described, which means this thing could do a lot more than what we're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So what are, we, what are we disclosing it does? Their circular nanoparticles can deliver drugs. They can do genetic therapy. Folks, this could change your DNA, right? It can change toxic immune therapies. Mm. It can elicit that. Chemotherapy, it can be used for medical diagnosis. And it also says here that they can include optional targeting moieties, which are what, Alex? They are changing. I don't remember. Something. (laughs) (laughs) They can attack any part. Oh, yeah, they can program it to attack certain parts of your body. Exactly. If they should so choose. Uh Uh-huh. See, trying to test me. Busted. Mm -hmm. Busted. I knew Uh she had it. I mean, down deep just inside. the fact that it can change your DNA right there, enough said, I'm, I'm out. Right. <laughs> I, I quit. Right, done, walking away. Yep. Mic the, drop. The key here is that they can target things inside of you, right? And they could target genetic change inside of you, right? Now, obviously, you know, with medical implications, they say, well, we just need to get to your prostate cancer, and it's only in your prostate, so therefore we need something that can target there. Mm. But you can also see that there's a tremendous negative or potential nefarious agenda that could pop up there. So when you see Dr. Um, and it's not your doctor, it's uh, Karen Kingston talking about that, did you guys see that part where she was talking about how in Australia – they have this, um, they're actually implementing the G2G Go program. That's where the vaccine, right, components are actually connected to their smartphones. And, and then, again, being used yeah. to control an entire, as she calls it, an obedience training program for an entire population. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah, I saw that right there, just from your smartphone. Yeah, where you have, so, okay, so the first time it goes off, it makes you have to check in. And so you have to take a picture of yourself mm-hmm. and it registers the location. Yep. And then if you don't, it gives you like, cause somebody is like, well, what if you're sleeping or whatever? And they're like, mm-hmm. well, you get another chance at it because a little while later it might let you um, get away with that time. But then the next time it goes off, if you don't, um, you only get so many times of not taking that picture when you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And it's something like a $10,000 fine. Yeah each time for missing it, and they can actually come and arrest you. I thought of it being like an ankle bracelet, really. It's ridiculous. You know, like when you're on pro- parole or probation or whatever, yeah. you know, you have to wear that, and if you leave the house so many far, they can oh, yeah. tell, and alarms Oh, no, they off. do, because they're only and allowed really to what it is. go out of their house only like, what, two miles? Yeah. Like 3.1 I mean, really kilometers or something? Phone. That's crazy, isn't it? It's ridiculous. Um, I've always thought of the phone as an electric tether, electronic tether anyway. I hate it. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's, that's exactly what it is. Well, you have to take pictures of yourself where you're at. Right, and mm-hmm. it registers mm-hmm. the location. Because where you're at yeah. is yeah. very important. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? And one of the other things they talked about with that program is it because it knows where you're at, it knows who you're around. Uh, right? And yeah, it also can, yeah. can, because of that, it can administer different things to different people based mm-hmm. upon their mm-hmm. risk level. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, once you've been deemed a bad risk, I mean, they could really inject you with whatever mm -hmm. they want. Mm -hmm. I mean, the operating system is inside you. That's the key. <laughs> Kevin, your eyes look crazy right now. He's all like, oh, what? his eyes are all big. Like, can you believe this? I cannot believe it. Because it is crazy. If you, isn't it crazy? And, yeah, no, I mean, there's, I was telling Kevin um, earlier in the week about another one that we know that Microsoft is in on, right? We won't talk about it this time, but yeah. Microsoft that's Azure. A tease, that's a tease. Yeah, about this uh, this specific thing that they're using. That yeah, we know that they have the technology to do the same exact thing right now, right mm. here well, in America. That's the, that's mm. the micro dot technology, and we yep. have brought that up on some yeah, we other shows. About a bit. Yeah, but we know the exact name now, yeah. and we know but this that, is and how they're going to do it. This is yeah. something that's being instituted now, and it is total control, right? Yep. Total control. And when you think about that, with, with nanobots, we talked about DARPA hydrogel because I like that one, because the descriptions are well out there. We know this is part of the super soldier program, but they can diagnose, treat, reward, punish, change our DNA, terminate us. There basically is no need for the police after that, folks, mm -hmm. right? So when you start to think back, when Tal Zax was talking about this whole thing, right, and how he could patent people and how he says, you know, if you take this vaccine, you are no longer a creation of God. Why? Well, you took our codes. Therefore, we can patent you, right? Mm -hmm. And then he says, he talks about it as an operating system, right? Mm -hmm. And so this is really one of the keys. We're seeing this operating system finally be exposed, you know? One other thing I'm going to mention, she mentioned, she says it's from um, Obamacare, but it's actually public law 114-255 on December 13th, 2016, section 3024 and it talks about how under an emergency use order they can actually waive consent okay so they're doing this um normally all medical procedures are all about um disclosing the risks because there's no such thing as risk-free medical care i don't mm -hmm. know if you know that mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so when you give somebody something you have to disclose what it is and what are those risks yep. and that informed consent here's a law that because of the emergency use order, all of a sudden they don't have to follow normal medical procedures. Right. So this is really important part of how all of this is kind of working together. So when you think about all the things we've talked about, and again, you're going to have to do a look at these things yourself. But here we have now some patents and we have some software that's actually coming together to work sure. with these devices that are in your body. And this is really why I've been doing some of the magnetic testing because I want people to wake up. Right. If we either have a shot at this now or we don't. Mm -hmm. um, Rob, did you get to see uh, Dr. Frank Zaluski? The he talked more about how what he was finding in some of those, but he was able to chemically analyze them. Oh yeah, the parasites. Yeah, he mentioned actual parasites. The weird. Yeah. yeah so he, they, so he they were saying now we have something that actually is matching. They're starting to match where pe different people around the world are seeing the same yeah. things, which is cool. I mean. Yeah. He talks about this Sorry. head with three legs, yeah. you know, I mean, Oof. and then he talks about eggs. Yes, right. yes. And he built a life-size yes. um, model of what it would look like and, like, how long the legs were in comparison to how tiny mm -hmm. the head was. Mm -hmm. And that, that's and what matches what Carrie Hedaya was saying. They kind of met, you know, yeah. when I was calling the scorpion and yep. we all had different things that it looked like so to yeah. me i thought it looked just like what they pulled out of that soldier mm -hmm. you know those mm -hmm. long little hairs yeah. because there's a little legs i mean a little head but these long legs yeah and and, well, and we also talked about how it looked like what was that the hydra vulgaris yeah the mm -hmm. marine creature mm -hmm. and um but you know the and they still don't you know because everyone has different opinions on is it that is it not that is it one of those but modified um i guess those things uh one of the interesting things about those creatures 
Listen to that, Rob. So, We're sponsored by Dr. Pepper. Right. <laughs> I'm so obnoxious. Uh, if I had done that to him, he would have been like, we got to stop. We got to retain. Edit, edit. I know. He would have totally done that. No way, no uh, way. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, he, right, Rob? He <laughs> would totally done that. Oh, my God. You would have to go to timeout. Right? Totally. You go to timeout. Anyway, they're saying that those creatures, um, they have a hive mentality, um, and they also are immortal. Mm. Um, if you cut them into pieces, they just regenerate. And they mm. said that's one of the reasons that that's so disturbing. Uh, I, you know, based on the chemical compound of what Dr. Zalewski found, I don't believe it to be... Uh, they might have modeled it after that creature, um, but I, I just don't see how it can be an organic. You know what I mean? I know there's carbon they found in it, but there's aluminum, right? Mm-hmm. And what else did he say? Well, and I, I hate to tell people this, but they are talking about um, really fusing humanity, yeah. right, with artificial intelligence. Believe it or not, as, as we know from implants, metal does quite well in our bodies, mm-hmm. right? And so we can start to mechanize human beings. And people come in already and say, yeah, I got my, my robot hip. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. So now we're, we're realizing true. that we can put an actual chip in people and uh, form a neural network and mm-hmm. actually give them all the intelligence of this computer. Yes. Well, that was the one thing. I, I'm surprised you didn't bring it up with the DARPA findings is that. Um, That's why I, I have you, sweetheart. Yeah. You're doing it wrong. Fill anyway. In the <laughs> anyway, um, one of the things Karen Kingston was actually talking about was that um, Thomas Renz, the attorney that filed the lawsuits, right, saying that 50,000 people died in so many days. We'll talk about that in another one. Mm-hmm. But that the information that he got was actually based on that information that he got from DARPA, from their AI department, which is one of the. Uh, patent numbers that you have that so this vaccine you didn't say that actually has AI embedded in it and that's how he was able to get those numbers it literally pings they haven't told us this but we know that it pings off of one another so if it's in proximity of somebody else who also has vaccine it pings that one and that one pings the other right and that's how Thomas Renz was actually able to get those numbers of how many people died in three days from DARPA's website Wow. And it couldn't have done that if they didn't have that possibility. Mm. Believe it or not, sweetheart, that's completely in something we're doing in the next two or three episodes. But that, yeah. so I did actually have that one saved, and we were going to go backwards on that. But we just heard it first from Alex. That's so right. It was a great is. rendition, actually. So the point is we literally have people saying, and that's where he was able to get this 48000 We will cover that specifically you know, on another episode. But... Um, you know, the, the things that jumped out to me here with, and again, I always say it wrong. It's Zalewski. It's spelled Z-A-L-E-W-S-K-I. Just like okay? it sounds. The point here is this. You said it right there, though. I know, but so that's because... You always say it wrong. Do you know how many times my it. wife has told me how to say it? Because I've I said it... an hour ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you did it. I, I, had, yeah. I am terrible at pronouncing um, certain things. So I'm just going to leave certain it there. Things? I got you beat. <laughs> I'm confessing myself. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. Number one, he examined multiple vials. He says five. And he found that some of them had nothing in them, right? And then he discovered what he calls the thing, the head and three legs, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the key. Now, this is really important, folks. 
we've been saying all along that this is a precursor, right? This is a space station. We're putting it in space in your body. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, is that your body was beautifully and wonderfully made. And they're not going to be able to just suddenly wave their magic wand. And you are now a beast because you were created in the image of God, right? But they are building something inside of us. And so the way to get a space station up there is in pieces. And that seems to be what's happening. Here's what he said. <clears throat> we have a stealth insertion of self-replicating synthetic biology life forms. Okay, this thing is like a, a, um, it's like a robot, right? And a living life form. It's a fusion of the two. So we think back to RoboCop, right, Rob? You remember oh, that one? Yes. Come I on, do you know you remember? You know you. Did you watch how many robot movies did you watch? Oh goodness, I don't even know. Um, three or four. <laughs> I don't even know what that's from either. Three or four. What movie is that from? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I remember that. Though. Well, come on. I, for me, it that. was the Bionic Man. Right? Uh, oh yeah. Women and women. Women and women. Of course, I even. I thought I had totally had a crush on her. Lee Majors. Sure. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Lee Majors. No, Lee Majors. You had a crush on Lee Majors? <laughs> oh. I, I can't remember. I, I remember well, his name. Well, then he dated Farrah Fawcett, remember? Yes, that a boy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Rob. Yes, yes. <laughs> so you see this idea of, True, you know, mechanizing human beings. So mm -hmm. here we have a synthetic life form. There, it, it's not created. And somehow they fused it with exactly what he says is aluminum and carbonin. He says, has anyone ever heard of an aluminum-based life form? <laughs> and then he says, how, or do we think that's going to be, and he's saying, talking sarcastically, but do we think that's going to be, you know, beneficial, mm -hmm. right? Here's what was scary. He said that when he changed the conditions and he added, okay, as he calls, graphene tape, basically these things appear to be eggs. And once you added, right, the graphene mm -hmm. oxide, then what happened? These things began to mm -hmm. self-replicate. Mm. Okay, and that means they were starting to build something. They were building a hive, right? Now think about this. You know, a hive inside of us is connected, right? And and when we talk about hives, we're talking about like bees. Bees have this hive mindset. Mm -hmm. and if you think about our mind, you know, in Christ, we're supposed to have the mind of Christ, right? Mm -hmm. And so these are kinds of things that you see that Satan wants the same thing. But who's the who's the bee there? The queen bee. Satan being that bee, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So he says this is an act of terrorism, right? And this is what this is what I I think. When he says this world, we have to realize is almost lost, and that's something that every person here needs to hear, mm -hmm. because this man is not a Christian, but he understands that if we change our genetic material, right, and we we we're dealing to a lot of people right now, and shedding is real. Right? We're going to mm -hmm. cover that on another time as well. Mm -hmm, sure. But the bottom line is, is that when they change the human race genetically, within three to four generations, God's creation isn't here anymore. Right. right. Not the ones right. that he created. Right. Right. And then the other thing is he, he comes right up and calls this what it is. He says, transhumanism through parasite okay, and a fancy new life form concocted, a, concocted in a military lab and proliferating inside human bodies mixing its DNA with ours, replacing it, destroying it, and who knows, right? So he is clearly talking about what we know is happening in the military world. Mm. You know, my wife has been joking lately that here we are, you know, paying for genetic, um, or I should say sex changes for our soldiers, 
and China is absolutely developing super soldiers. Right. And yeah. and, and I Big wonder difference. I wonder right. who's going to who's going to win in this oh, scenario. Oh. Yeah. Right? And I'm not for super soldiers, but right. you can start to see this is what we think our one military thinks is important versus right. ours. Right, right, right. Sure. Right. Yeah. So, I honestly, it, but I put my money on China on that one. Yeah. Well, that's where you go with that and you start to go, "Hey, you know, this guy was able to get a hold of some of these things, watch it, and see what it does in different environments. And you can see that's a pretty explosive interview. And again, mm -hmm. he's Polish. You can't actually listen to it. Um, I did. I actually read a transcript of the whole thing. So now you start to think, well, how close are we, you know, to these robots? Well, in Reuters uh, one twenty five twenty one, that's this year, the makers of Sophia were the robot we're planning a mass rollout among the pandemic. Why? Well, because now, hey, a robot cat catch COVID. Now they've since changed her name to Grace, right? But you start <laughs> to think about, that's, Why? that's not. I did not know that. Well, you can't believe that this stuff is that close. Wow. Right? But how are these robots going to work, folks? They're going to work by connecting to an artificial intelligence. Hmm. Now, if you go back a few years, you think about the world's smartest man, okay? Who was that baby? Stephen Hawking. Right, mm -hmm. Bill Gates mm -hmm. and Ian Lusk, right, mm -hmm. and those guys wrote a letter to the United Nations asking to ban artificial intelligence, mm -hmm. right? Because why? The Terminator scenario is real, right? Right. So what's going to link this hive in your body? Okay, what are they going to link it to? This artificial intelligence, and then right. enter Lynn Parker, director of the National Artificial Intelligence Initiative. Okay, she is her specific goal is to fill the AI talent gap. That means there's just not enough AI enhanced people or robots taking over our society and taking the jobs. Okay. <laughs> and her goal is to prepare the U.S. workers for this future. Mm. Right. <laughs> so here's what I'm saying. You know, with everything we've talked about now, we talked about how this is the precursor to the mark of the beast. But we have to start considering that this is farther along than most anybody could have predicted. Right. Closer to the real thing. Um, did you guys get a chance to hear though, um, Karen Kingston, how she ended her, her show? Yeah, but I don't remember. It was, a, it was a great verse. This is what she said. This is Ephesians five and it's a, there's three parts that she's reading, but it's one through 15 NIV have nothing to do with fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Everything exposed by the light becomes visible. Mm -hmm. That is why it is said, wake up sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Mm. And you think about, you know, that's exactly what we're talking about. Guys, wake up. Stop mm -hmm. sleeping. Mm -hmm. The Bible is happening. We are supposed to be standing up and talking about this, right? And remember, mm. we are the ones that, that really win there. Right. So this is where I get back to, we've been trying to get back and summarize you know, what's going on here, right? Mm -hmm. And, and how, is this the beast? Is this the mark? You know, these are the questions that everybody's asking. And we're asking ourselves these same questions. So who wants to take the first one? Do you believe Oof. this is the mark of the beast? And if it's not, right, what do you think this is? Mm. Go, Rob. You want me to take this yeah, one? Go wow, ahead. I got to go first. Yeah. Uh, wow. I think that this is a, um, a conditioning to me, that's part of it, is conditioning us to, um, so because you, you just can't come right at us with bam, like with it. So yeah. I think this is like 
baby steps. Okay, first, this is like phase one or phase two, or maybe they started phase one five years ago. We just didn't realize that it was happening. You know, like, um, not trying to get off subject here, but like, you know, we watch a program on TV. Well, program, you're being programmed. So at what point did all this start? And it's little by little. So I personally think that this has jumped up a huge, not obviously, but I, I think it's setting us up for something. And I think it's really important that um, we should be standing up, like you said, and at least having some discussions and talking about what this is for sure. So if you don't think, so how close do you think this is the mark of the beast? Do you think it's a precursor? What do you think it is? I think there's definitely, uh, there's definitely, um, it's definitely related to it. I would definitely say that. I mean, you can't not say that. If you know your Bible at all, you can't sit there and say it has nothing to do with it. And I think um, you mentioned something the other day. You were going check one, check two, check three. When you start lining it all up, it, it does line up with a lot that's going yeah. on. What else? So, if it isn't, let's just say it, it isn't the mark of the beast or some pre, previous form or precursory form of it. What else do you think this could be? Like if it had nothing to do with the Bible? Yeah, like let's just say, a, like let's just, just say... Let's throw out the mark of the beast thing. What oh, else gotcha. do you see that um, this is? An attack on humanity. Like I've heard some people say, oh, this is just, we've been in World War Three all along and we just haven't known it and that this is from China and, and, and Russia's doing it with with um, with the internet and this is all big. So I've heard that argument before. Um, me personally, again, I think mm. it's a conditioning. I think we're being conditioned. Uh, even if it's not to do with the mark of the beast, anything biblical, I think we're definitely being conditioned. Um, that's my view on it. Yeah, Alex, what would you say? Do you think this is the mark of the beast? And in, and if it's not the mark of the beast, what do you think it is? I go back and forth. You know, um, hmm. It, it's. I mean, I I do. I wrestle with it. Um, you know, and I, only because it's certainly so far down the path of when you start messing with the DNA, that's when I worry Mm -hmm. because, you know, I feel like I feel that we, our DNA is something that is precious. It is something that it is the book of life. And the Mm -hmm. Bible is so much more literal than people realize that when you say I knit you together, you know, um, the term knit. She's a knitter, folks. I don't know if I, you knew that. <laughs> right. And so, and anyone that is a knitter. I don't have any good sweaters, though. No, no <laughs> well, because, you know. The, you can do the, it for Christmas. Make another no, no, Christmas no, sweater. no, no, no. No, no, no. Because it's so expensive to use really good yarn to knit somebody something. You know, the fastest <laughs> I'm, way. I'm not worth it, to, Rob. No. Uh, that's no, I, no. That's the, what I heard. The other thing is if you want to break up with somebody, knit them something. Mm. That's that's always the way it goes, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, they always say that. I didn't know that's why I've never gotten a sweater. That is why. She loves me. Why do I have so many of them? Uh oh. <laughs> anyway, um, but the you know the wording in the Bible is very specific. These are inspired books, and if we believe that, we have to believe that those words, um, you know, especially when we go back to the original language, are very specific. And so the you know, so knit might not be specifically it, but anyway, what he's saying is he knows us so personally. And so the more we learn about genetics, the more we learn these things, we learn things like. Um, are you shy or extroverted? That's actually genetic, folks. That, that's something that your father, God, put in you, right? And so you can say nurture nature, but things like that, that's God decided that. Um, and as we go through this, we realize so many of those things were determined by our genetics, by our DNA, by the book, that the book of life that was written for each and every one of us by our father, by our maker. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so if we start changing those things, does that change us? So, you know, what is that verse with my mind? I serve God, but with my body, right? You need your mind to be active, to serve the Lord that it, even though it is a soul connection, who says where that resides as humans, we don't know Mm -hmm. where the seat of the soul is, how we connect that. But all we know is that we have to use our mind and engage it to connect to the Lord. And so my, the, where I come to at this, okay is that if this thing that they're putting in us, and I do believe it is a step towards the mark of the beast, so I don't think it's the full turn yet, but I think it's a step there because whatever they're doing, and we don't fully know yet, is to somehow activate it or have it um, come live and activate, and it does something to your mind. We've heard enough of people say that once they've gotten this, they couldn't feel God anymore. Mm -hmm. And my feeling is like, well, if that's just with one, what happens when you take three or five or the 10 that they have scheduled a year, right? Do you know the, do you go from not being able to feel God to denying him? Mm-hmm. And that is the turn I hope it won't make. Right. But Absolutely. the other thing I want to say is that DNA is a super complicated thing, right? And like knitting, being knit together in somebody's womb, any knitter and crocheter will appreciate this. It takes a lot to make a sweater. It takes a lot to make a blanket. And they're nothing more than chains. They are a ladder, a DNA chain connected. When you crochet, it's just one needle. Um, But it's all interlinking chains. So is knitting. It's all connecting the chains. And as any knitter knows, if or crocheter, if you miss one Mm -hmm. loop, you can have, and you can go through, and I've done it, trust me, you can go through a whole thing and make this beautiful blanket you miss one loop and the whole thing unravels Mm -hmm. the whole thing. Um, and it's, and to fix it is such a pain in the butt, (laughs) but that's just a blanket. Mm -hmm. What happens when you start messing with your DNA? And this is what we've discovered with CRISPR and this is what they're doing, right? This is what they are doing with this stuff. There's a video Bill Gates talking about. That's what they want to do with it. Is this CRISPR technology? So, these, and I love that they're like, CRISPR is so amazing. And it is. It was an amazing discovery. And if you, if you ever, there's an amazing podcast that goes through American Innovations, and they talk about how they discovered CRISPR. And CRISPR was actually, um, it was your body's way of fighting off viruses. But anyway, we won't get into that. It's amazing. But um, in going through this, when now they've discovered when they go back through and they put this um, splicing technology in, right, what they didn't realize is that it doesn't just change that one piece you wanted to change. It makes all these other changes they didn't anticipate. We're such fools. How can we know? This is not our book to mess with. We don't even know what we're doing. And what do we become then? Because this DNA that makes us separates us from dogs, from cats. We are all made, organic things are made of DNA. We are different species, but we are all made of DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you change your DNA, you are a new species. You are not that thing that your father made. Are what, you even related to Are you? What made? are you then? Um, it, so there's, so, there's all these complicated questions, and I just don't think that people have taken that next step. And I find it really frustrating that when you go to church and your pastor doesn't talk about this, because these are really important issues that we might need to face in a very, very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And these are questions that need to be answered. And I understand it's complicated and it's scary, but you don't want to lead your 
people astray by not answering it, by shutting down or turning your back on it. Right. Yeah, and that's where I go back to what I was saying is we have to at least be talking and having a conversation. Yeah, we it's have really to start important. talking about it. Well, so. my wife also has a friend that goes to a pretty famous church, mm-hmm. and he was talking about you know changing you know how these might change our DNA. Mm-hmm. And you recall what he was saying, sweetheart? No, that was a really. I don't remember. He was, was saying about how God could. Yes, God could you. still save you, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. That the Holy Spirit could still go in you and save you if he, you know, if he wanted to, because he could do anything. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's a really great, and he could, you know. Let's face it, God is sovereign; he can do whatever he wants to do. Sure. Um, the Holy Spirit can do whatever he wants to do. Will he? I don't. There are things we do know that the Bible says that, you know, there's <laughs> something happens, mm-hmm. right? And the light goes out forever. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I'm going to just add on to that. I do believe that God can do whatever he wants. But we have to remember that God is also rules. the Lord of the lords. Mm-hmm. Right, He's there's the rules. God He's righteous. Yeah. Right. And, and that there's a divine court in heaven. Right. Mm-hmm. And one yeah. of the reasons that so many angels stayed is because they know that God is good and that mm-hmm. God is righteous. Yeah. But there, there are rules and there, there are, are things yeah. in, in heaven. And do. the courts of heaven are going to decide things. And all of what they would decide are, I mean, they're way above our pay grade. Right. We right. can't know that. Right? Yeah. And so I think we know that the intent of God is to absolutely save everyone. But again, based upon the way that court works, right? Yeah. Um, some people aren't. And, right. and the Bible says that, you know, God's will, it's not his will that any should perish. Right. So right. when people right. perish, they, they perish because of their own will. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's free will. And you take like the angels, um, some say up to a third, right? That's what it says. Well, but I know arguably, and I, I know. Oh, yeah, don't start. Don't start. That's, that's Milton's, I yeah, Paradise Falling. And I, I've heard his. It's not um, actually I've heard in his, the Bible. Yeah, exactly. I've heard paradise his. Paradise uh, Falling. Yeah, I've actually heard that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So we'll say. Around a third or something. Doesn't actually give a number. But there's no specific number to it. But they don't have the option of coming back. They don't. I do know that much. Like when Jesus, what happened when he um, was crucified? Where did he go? He went down to the deepest abyss. And uh, in layman's terms, he. Rob, where do you like to send demons? Oh, oh, well. Send them off the church. To the dry places. (laughs) To the dry places. (laughs) To the dry places. You know, but they're trained to the wall to the ends of time. Right. You know, if they, when Jesus went down there to some say boast or or in other words, but anyways, they, if they say, oh, I'm sorry, take me back. Because, you know, no, they made their choice. Now they have to, you know, it's not like here where you get to repent when you make, this was a completely different set of rules. Right. So I'm going to move to my answer. And by the yeah. way, you know, honestly, we've probably heard me talk about this more than anybody else, clearly. But here's the bottom line for me. I have been teaching for Is at least be? 10 to 12 years that the mark of the beast would have genetic <laughs> components. And that, that, that he was going to, because when you think about the idea of something that God can't do, to me, obviously he can do it. Mm-hmm. He can save everyone. But the key is that he doesn't because of the laws, Mm -hmm. okay, the code that he follows. Mm -hmm. And so what could possibly be a situation that that the the cross and the the, the redemption, the the blood of the lamb could not redeem? And so as you guys know, we've tried to explode the genetic narratives of the Bible. Sure. The Nephilim were, had different DNA than we had, and yeah. they couldn't be saved, folks. Right. So this is clearly a possibility. 
So that being said, without getting on my soapbox, and by everybody, everybody's great on their soapboxes today. Uh -huh. um, mm -hmm. I just want you to understand that I do believe this is the precursor. Yeah. And after these seven or eight last things that we've covered, you know, I talk about the space station, right? And I yeah. was to think of five steps to building the space station. And I'm, I'm thinking we're, we're on step three here. Mm -hmm. At yeah. least mm -hmm. I could argue for step four. The, and then the other question is, once you know that this is an operating system, they could turn it on later. We have no idea right. what's really going to be the results. There's no long-term testing, right? There's, we just have no idea. So we don't really know how far this is going down the road. So at minimum, this is a precursor, right? Uh, I got to go to David Jeremiah when he was in Tampa the other day. Show off. I know. I'm very jealous about that. I was up front, too. Oh, a braggart. Yeah, front row, baby. Wow. <laughs> it, it was so impressive. And you remember, you know, David Jeremiah has is, is been around for a long time, and he is a gracious and humble man, and he is not trying to step on anybody's toes, right? He is trying to say the truth in the nicest way possible. And every time he speaks, you go, wow, he succeeded at that, mm -hmm. right? And I just can't forget, he, the whole thing was about socialism and communism, right? and how this is what's actually taking over our country. Yeah. And, and why is this a problem? Because in communism, the government is God, folks, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? That's mm -hmm. exactly what we're talking about. And if you think about this, when you think about what the Bible describes in the, in the beast, the beast government that's coming, right? Yep. It is exactly what a communist government is, hmm. exactly. You'd have to say that would be the, the, the most logical choice of, of the, any of the governments that we've seen, right? Mm -hmm. And then his last <laughs> yeah. thing, this is David Jeremiah. The Wait, nice, who is it again? One of the nicest <laughs> men I know. And he says, resist. Oh, he what it. are we supposed to do? <laughs> See. Well, I, I mean. Yeah, you right. met him. Braggart. We don't know. Got it. Right, right. Uh-huh. I am still jealous. <laughs> yeah, right. Me too. Now I'm more jealous because he knows. <laughs> right. What are you talking about? I got to put out his snacks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Close enough. Good and faithful servant. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So this is what he says. He says that we need, listen to this Christians, we need to resist in any way possible. That's what came out of his mouth. Now, what does that sound like to you, Rob? That sounds like stand up, folks. Stand up. You better realize who and what we're all about. We can't have a government do certain kinds of things. And when they do, we have to stand up to them. Mm -hmm. That's what this is all about. And remember, if we're going to see the beast government mm -hmm. take over the world that the Bible says will happen, they have to destroy America. Mm -hmm. yeah. We Absolutely. are the number one obstacle. We're the only thing holding China and Russia back. Yep. Oh, so yeah. realize, and, and then, so, okay, well, how did they get communism? They divided the country. Mm -hmm. yep. They destroyed them economically, which mm -hmm. created great amount of what? Chaos. Mm -hmm. When they create the chaos, then they get to come in and what? Pick up the pieces. The we day. have the order. Listen right. to Save us. Yeah, we'll Save take care of you. you. Let worry. us help you. If they destroy the American dollar, folks, they have destroyed mm -hmm. the entire economic well, That's what world. they're doing. Yeah. That's why they want to destroy capitalism. Right. Mm -hmm. Because capitalism has people that take care of themselves. And right. we cannot let them. No. Exactly. So when you run this down, it doesn't any minute. And again, I've been teaching the genetic side of this for so long 
that, you know, for me, it's, it's a straightforward situation. I mean, I, I believe this is something that's very unique. It's never happened before in our lifetimes. And mm-hmm. this, these are genetic markers, okay? And so because of that alone, it puts this into another category for me. Yeah. So the next question I'm going to ask you guys is, do you believe, what would you say is the, is the greatest deception what are some of the things? Why we talked about if you can spot the lies, then we'll know what the deception is, or maybe what you know Satan is trying to do. So, what do you see um, as the great deception here? Uh, you go first. One on that it's safe and effective. <laughs> it's safe and effective, folks. Let's just keep telling you. And this is the science. <laughs> Not really. Um, well, there's so much deception, right? I mean, first of all, you know, we have this, here, take this. It'll save you somehow. This is what God, for, that is so insulting. First of all, any any pastor or anyone that's willing to, to stake their claim on the, this is what God wants for you, I, I'd have to question that. I, that's so manipulative and deceptive in my opinion well they are doing vaccine drives at churches it's really shameful that's and also we do know that they were offering at some point when this first started money to those um, people that were doing that at their church right they were getting funding for that it's just incredibly deceptive um that's deceptive right and also this notion of fear remember that fear doesn't come from the lord right right and so that in and of itself, that fear that's driving everything is coming from the chaos, right? That's coming from Satan. And there's a whole industry right now that's living on that fear, and that's the media. They love, mm-hmm. hey, let's do a death count today. Yes. Let's make sure that the news has a, you know, instead of having the um, stock exchange ticker, mm-hmm. now we have a death ticker right, right. up there. I mean, how disgusting is that? It's very disgusting. Um, but that's intentional. That drives another narrative of fear. Let's keep talking about everything that's fearful to keep pushing people forward. You know, because every time they do that, there's a surge of people that go to get a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, that alone is deception. Yeah. It's and gross. Taking down really cool podcasts. <laughs> right? Exactly. Just, it's gross. But yeah, I feel like that's deceptive. There's a lot of deceptive things happening right now in the world. But um yeah, I, I think that's the biggest one is that this um, and this thing that we're playing against each other, right? Mm-hmm. It's driven mm-hmm. by the media because mm-hmm. if we look at the numbers of what's really happening between everyone, none of it's true, right? Mm-hmm. None of what the media is saying is actually how um, what's happening, how people feel about each other. It, it's that's not true. That's just something that the media is using, right? And if you listen to Project Veritas, you know, th- they have the media on uh, undercover videotape talking about the tactics they use to rile up groups against each other. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. wild. Yeah. So Rob, yeah, what would you say are some of your high points of, you know, this um, deception? Them using people of influence. That's a big one for me. Like um, Hollywood, Ugh, other people yeah. like that are, seem to jump on this and say, hey, look, I've done it. Look at me. And I'm not just talking about Joe Biden in the Oval Right, office. no, Jennifer Aniston, like, right. I've lost friends over this. Uh, have you lost talent, too? Right. Oh, no, that was already <laughs> like that. Sorry. Yeah. Snarky, but true. <laughs> yeah, so they have that. Um, How do you feel about Jennifer Aniston? <laughs> How do you really feel about it? <laughs> what wet paper bag? <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, and you, when, you're, when you're in the store, you, any store you're in, you'll hear it over the intercom. Even if you're not listening for it in the soothing voice, you know, it, it, they'll drop something in their back. And, 
if you're not vaccinated, make be sure, or they'll For say free. something like, or they'll be free. like, um, and not even in a pharmacy, like a, a Target or, or whatever, and you'll be like, uh, please do social distance, especially if you're not vaccinated. Right. Little, you hear little things like that all the time that yeah. completely safe and me. effective. Yes, exactly, exactly. And then, um, then all these little incentives they're doing everywhere. To do it, <laughs> if you do it, we'll give you two more weeks vacation at the the girls' hospital that I was talking to Weird. that one time. I mean, so, but yeah, really the people of influence. And I'm wondering, how did they get to the people of influence? What did they offer them? Well, it's, I, I think for a lot of the people in Hollywood, it's not hard because, I'm sorry, people They sold Hollywood. them sold it to the devil. Well, you know, and it's also, but you have to remember. <laughs> they the, did. That, right. Some of them, if we, well, that's a whole nother show. Beyonce? <laughs> but not it's a whole nother show. All of them, though. Um, not all of them. You know, there's Letitia Wright. She's a Christian. Um, she played Chadwick Boseman's uh, sister in Black Panther. She's mm. Christian. Uh, so not all of them, but right. uh, you have to remember the atmosphere that they're surrounded by, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes, you know, metal sharpens metal. So right. sometimes just being in that atmosphere where everybody's like, I you have to get... I thought it was iron. You mean metal also uh, sharpens metal? Yeah, that's yeah, the it's true. It, it actually yeah. does. Metal does sharpen. But um, yes, iron's probably better. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> smart ass. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... But yeah, I think it's just being around each other and they're all like, no, you have to do it because I totally did it and you do too because it'll be so much better if you do it and then I do it. It's like, remember yeah. when you're in school and you're like, I'm going to wear a dress tomorrow. Are you going to wear a dress? Right, okay. right, right, and right. so you all had to be like right. on that, you yep. know, so that you felt safe. It's like a group. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's that same mentality, that yeah. whole group thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too bad. And then the, the people that don't participate in this, they get blacklisted. Right. You know, or kicked off. I, I can't even remember the name of the series. There was a, uh, I, don't, I don't remember. There was a, a movie, and it's, it's a famous movie, a series, and um, somebody in the series, it was a female actress, said something that was like pro-Trump or pro- Oh, uh, Roseanne? No, it wasn't Roseanne. It was somebody um, who. Well, huh. Oh, man. I just I, looked up a bunch of celebrities that are actually anti-vaccine. Jessica mm-hmm. Biel. Mm. Oh, you knew I loved her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not allowed to like her. Um, (laughs) I think another one is Samara Armstrong. Mm. Um, and then you know there's um, Jim Carrey, um, Jenny McCarthy. There's, I mean, there's a there's a group, but they, you know, everybody's like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. Hey, by the way, folks, you know, um, most doctors only go through a four hour course to learn about vaccines when they're in med school. So you know what? Those doctors you think know so much about vaccines actually mm-hmm. don't know that much either. But at this point, Kevin, Rob, and mm-hmm. myself have done more studying on vaccines than they have. And when That's she true. says really four hours, we're talking four hours in a particular day of med wow. school. Right. You know. Right, right. right. <laughs> yeah, and that's it, by the way. That's it. Um, that's all. And so, all they said was safe and effective about a thousand times. Right. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we just listened to a whole thing with... Um, about the vaccines and them going that through. That was Del Bigtree's episode. Oh, Do you it, remember which one it was? Two hours. It was like two thirty-eight or something. Wow. So yeah. if you if you ever question vaccines, I mean, we have to plug. That it was one. an actual he meeting. Has, yeah. He was really. He's been on top of the whole. Just you know, talking about vaccines in general. Oh, Robert we, De Niro, anti-vaccine. Mm-hmm. So that's an You're episode you Aiden watch. Quinn. Robert De Niro. His son I'm has autism. Um, oh. Aiden Quinn. His son also has autism. Wow. Or his daughter, Aiden Quinn's daughter. Um, 
Yeah. Mm. And that shocks me. Yeah. Um, Del Big Tree, they did the movie Vaxxed. Um, But yeah. That that was one of the best episodes. And and again, chiropractors, we get quite a bit of training in just Mm -hmm. questioning vaccines. I wouldn't say that chiropractors are necessarily vaccine um, phobic or anything. But I definitely believe that uh, in general, we, we do look at lots of things like that. And that was actually part of you know, questioning public health and these kinds of things. Right. So, you know, we're, we're naturally skeptical. Right. Every vaccine is its own gig mm-hmm. and yeah. everyone needs to be looked at individually. Mm-hmm. And certainly that's, that's the case here. So, yeah. um, but not to digress too far off that track. Right. But I can't remember what I was going to say now. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll that's take okay. over. Is it my turn? No, I was sure. going to say something really important, but now I can't remember. Just no, interrupt him when he's talking. Brain. I w- oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm bring it back up. Interruption coming. Here we go. Stand by. So, three, <laughs> two, two no, one. <laughs> so when I think about the deception, and again, I had probably more to say about this than anybody else, but it goes right back to square one. Historically, pneumonia killed more people in 2017, 2018 season in six to eight months. It took 14 months for COVID to equal the same numbers. We didn't shut down the world. We didn't destroy everything. Take away all our freedoms, right? I just remembered. Uh-oh. <laughs> I just remembered. I saw it on Oh, no, face. it's gone. I Go forgot ahead. again. No, you did not. You did not. You're messing with us. No, I did. No. No. You just have okay. to write it down. Oh, no. You have to write it down in your past. See, I interrupted the interruption. <laughs> I totally did. No, it was just That's a, awesome. I know. I saw, did you so, the, let me say that right. while I said No, no, I remember. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead. So it, it, in the Dell show, he was talking about, you know, when you walk into Walgreens and you walk into CVS and they show all the um, posters of pregnant women yeah, saying, yeah. get vaccinated right, now right. to protect your baby. Mm-hmm. And so because Dell was at that meeting and they were actually talking to the people that um, do the studies for these vaccines. And during the meeting, one of them actually said, you know, they asked about, so what about the studies for the pregnant women and the woman that was in charge, uh, either that or one of the men, pretends he's like, we've actually never done a full study of any of these vaccines on pregnant women. And Dell was like, whoa, 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 did you guys all catch that? So then, because he had gone in and seen all those posters, he actually had his, the ICANN network file a lawsuit saying all those posters that you guys have up in all those CVS and Walgreens and all those drugstores, Rite Aid, all those places, I need to see all the documentation saying it's safe to have those up. Wow. Right. wow. And of course he's right. Yeah. By the way, guys, none mm. of those studies have ever been done for any of those vaccines, not just COVID, mm. any of them. Wow. So when you walk in and you see that poster up, they're lying to you because they had to pay, I can't, a buttload of money. And I can say buttload. And Kevin's <laughs> not going to make me edit it out because I'm the editor. <laughs> and, but He's right. They've never actually done. So do not listen to them. When you see those posters up and they say it's safe and effective for pregnant women, it's a lie because a study has never actually been done. Don't you partake in that and don't you be that study and don't make your unborn child be a part of that study in vitro. Okay, go on. I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. Sorry. (laughs) Well, and that is so crucial. When you you listen to that episode. Yeah, it's um, great. He really, he gets them right there at their own convention. And he he has great examples of them saying something for the record in public. And then at their own symposiums, turn around and talk about what they said they were doing about how they should one day get around to doing, doing a site. It. Well, and because you think too, I mean, here's the other thing we think, 
you know, you're just a normal layperson and you think, oh, they must have done like years of studies. Guess what, folks? Here's where you, you find the really horrifying news that some studies were only done four days. Mm. Um, I think what they say, the hepatitis B shot was something, a period of like four days. You know what the follow-up was, folks? I, I could be wrong in the four days, so don't quote me on that. Hmm. But the follow-up was actually just a phone call wow. a month later. <laughs> yeah. Most of them are days, I think. Some that, of them just, some were only two days. Yeah. yeah. I think the longest one he quoted was only 40 days. So they don't do any follow-up no. on virtually any vaccine. Wow. Right. And and the lack of, of testing. Horrible. So it's really one of those things where you think about, well, you know, every time I see a commercial on television, you know, half about a drug, like half or third, two-thirds of the, the whole time is talking about the contraindications. None of that seems to apply to vaccines. Nope. It's just, it's a complete, you know, No, departure. and they were saying at that meeting, like, we're going to have to do studies on large groups of people to figure out what it actually does. And right. even for children. Yeah, because they <laughs> don't know. And I have a nice link we can bring that up. I, I jotted yeah. it down, but there's another On the supernaturaljunkies.com website, <laughs> newsletter, sign up. Just saying. Right. So <laughs> here's what I'm going to say, and this is going to be our, our last one question we're going to be able to do, because we're going to be able to, it looks like this is going to be uh, the third Final end game episode, three parts. <laughs> end game. Because we're not Part anywhere close three. to getting through this one. <laughs> hmm. But, you know, what I was saying earlier, that we had pneumonia killing more people, right, mm -hmm. in six to eight months versus 14 months. We didn't shut down the world. We didn't make everybody wear masks. We didn't ruin everything. We didn't call people a murderer, right? Right. Um, then we have more people dying, right? If we took 1.8% of what we spent last year, we could have fixed world hunger. Mm -hmm. We could have... Uh, solve malaria mm -hmm. we could have provided clean water to every person on the planet and saved 36 times as many people That's this amazing. isn't about wow. saving people's no, lives no it's not and once you start to expose these narratives right the punishment you know is doesn't fit the crime mm -hmm. you know when they talk about the legal you know implications of how and i get forget the name of the case dr dennis talked about it we'll be releasing his second episode very soon um but you know they were trying to make mandatory vaccines back in the 1800s or, or I'm sorry, early 1900s. And they did actually. Oh, 1950s. He, I know yeah, the case he's talking he, about. He, he yeah. did. The, guy, the, the individual did um, actually lose the case. And, but what people forget to tell you is they fined him $5. That's all they did. $5? They, because he wouldn't take a vaccine, right? They fined him 5 bucks. Now, that translates to $150. Bucks. Uh, what's the average ticket these days? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Two, two to three times that. Yeah. So you're talking about an extremely nominal slap on the hand saying you really should have took that. Right, right, okay? right. Pay your $5 now, mm -hmm. right? And they use this as to say that somehow this is mandatory, right? Mm. So here's the point. The punishment doesn't fit the crime. You don't, somebody doesn't take a vaccine for something that's communicable like this, like a cold, a flu, pneumonia, right? We don't, we don't destroy them. We don't throw them in prison. We don't put them in a concentration camp. We don't we call don't, them murderers. We don't, we don't call them murderers. We, we, uh, we don't take away their ability to buy and sell. <laughs> well, the irony, too, is that that vaccine has fetal embryonic cells in it. So yep, how does that make yep. the person that didn't take the vaccine the murderer? Exactly. Right. And then right. we talked so, about, <laughs> I mean, just, just think about last year. We talked about the Great Barrington Declaration. And now the, the Rome Declaration. The, the, the <laughs> I've never mentioned that before. <laughs> I've never heard of that before. Wow. They talked about Weird. how 150,000 people a month 
get their first diagnosis of cancer. So suddenly people don't go to the, to, to the doctor for a year. What do you think happened? Exactly what we're seeing now. We're mm -hmm. seeing heart attacks and strokes oh, and yeah. cancer yeah. explode. Yeah. And there could be multiple reasons why, right? right? You don't, again, look at all the number of kids that died from starvation because what? Look mm -hmm. at the supply issues mm -hmm. that we're having yeah. getting food. What do you mm -hmm. think that does to third world countries? Oh, right. Goodness. Think about the Nuremberg Code. Why do we have the Nuremberg Code? Mm -hmm. Because there was somebody called what? Nazis. Mm -hmm. And these Nazis were experimenting on people. And so they made rules that all of humanity, this is an international law mm -hmm. that's being violated all around our, our, our world. We have Crime. malpractice being committed every day where we are forcing people to take something that they do not need. It's a one size fits all. We have, you know, medications, life-saving medications mm -hmm. that governor, yeah, I should say, I call them governor, but I'm just going to bring it right up. So we just saw, you know, the the home, uh, what is that called? Where the President Biden goes before the hometown court or just a, it looked like they were all actors, right? So, and then he talks about how freedom, you don't have freedom to kill people with your COVID, right? So our president, President Biden, goes to a oh, town yeah. hall meeting yep, town and hall. he yep. absolutely oh, calls yeah, yeah. anybody who didn't take this a murderer. Right now, meanwhile, that's because he forgot what a murderer was. He <laughs> doesn't remember. Meanwhile, he seems to think that this actually stops COVID, right? Because right? he said that, even right. though Walensky and Fauci say, "Hey, you can catch it and spread it like anybody else." Right. right. So what's the rub, <gasps> Rob? Hey, this what? helps you because what? It makes your symptoms less. Right. So let me get this straight: you're going to catch it and spread it like everybody, but you're not going to get any symptoms, which means you are what the super spreader. Right. So of all the people that are out there actually spreading this. Right. It's the super spreader. But who does he blame? Mm. The unvaccinated. unvaccinated. You see this turn of events. Right. Mm -hmm. So why am I being forced to take this? Why? Why? Why is America? OK, we were told this worked 90 percent. And how in the world can America accept this lie, this blatant, unrefutable lie? So we have Iceland. Uh, right. Saying, hey, this if this thing could have right. worked, it would have worked. Didn't work, right? Right. We have Surrender Pollard saying, hey, no way we're ever going to get immunity from the vaccine. <clears throat> we have the the world director from, uh, world health uh, director from Germany saying the same thing. So we all know this thing doesn't work. And America's not mad about that. Mm. We're not mad mm. that our president said on multiple occasions that he would never make a vaccine mandatory. And then he turns around and does it himself. Yep. yep. Right. Mm -hmm. So you see, this is what's happening in the world. We are having lie upon lie upon lie. And here's what it all gets down to for me. Everything is designed to create a one world government right. and everything is designed. All the new laws are trying to say that you no longer have control of your own body, that they have to have access to the temple. And that's why this deception is so clearly something that the beast would really do. Mm -hmm. So that's where I want to kind of end because we have definitely talked long enough. We are going to be asking a lot more um, questions. Yep. And on another episode. But wait, I do want to say that we, um, I want to say thank you to somebody who does email information in on the regular. Her name is Melissa Walker. She gets a hold of us on Instagram. She always gets great information to us. Thanks, Melissa. Yeah, thank you. We really appreciate it. If you guys have information that we're not covering on here and you think will be helpful, you can send it in, supernaturaljunkies.com. And Rob will read it. <laughs> or Supernatural yeah, Junkies, um, right? We have a Gmail account. You can send it there, supernaturaljunkies uh, at gmail.com. Um, anywhere, we'll definitely want to hear it. So... 
please send it in. And look for Supernat Junkies yeah. on Instagram. That's right. Supernat Junkies. Twitter. We're posting a lot there. And yes. And Facebook. Uh, don't forget our sponsors. Uh, I like to always um, bring out allpropastors.org and bringing pastors together on a local basis. And uh, if the church could learn to love each other, if pastors could learn to love each other and get together on a regular basis, we would see the world start to change. And that's true for all of us folks. The, the world doesn't work, Christianity doesn't work when we're alone. And these are the times that we need to band together and stick together. And don't forget Soil Ministries. Uh, our director, Dan Isbell, just got back from Honduras and he had some incredible tells to say. And we had over 10,000 people at an event there and everybody left with food and it was just a chance to, to share the gospel with people. So mm, that's remember, awesome. love to hear that. We've got hurting people all around the world and we know we have so many people in Canada, we have so many people in Australia and shout out all around the world that are losing your freedoms. That's right. You're losing your jobs. We're praying for you guys. You're being mm -hmm. put in jail, right? Mm. You're being threatened with concentration camps. In Germany, you can't get food mm. if you don't take this vax. You can't go to the grocery store and we are praying for you. And, and I'm, I'm so thankful for the country we have and we're fighting the best way we can and we encourage you to do as Dr. J David Jeremiah said and that is resist in any way that you can. So so God bless you guys. And Rob, you want to say a quick prayer for everybody around the world. Mm, yes, Father God, we love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory, Lord. We just ask that you just comfort everyone right now in the name of Jesus. Because again, like we always say, ultimately you are in control. Lord, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord. I just, um, I just ask for any, all anxiety that people are just struck with right now that it just goes in the name of jesus lord any depression lord that just leaves in jesus name lord any of the children right now who've been these suicide rates are just ridiculous lord i just say that just we silence the enemy in the yes. name lord, of jesus amen. christ in the name of jesus comfort us lord comfort us in jesus name amen amen, amen. we love you guys and yes. we're coming right back and we're going to have some great episodes good night we really appreciate all you loyal subscribers and listeners. It means the world to us that you take time to listen or are interested in anything that we have to say. We feel incredibly blessed. And if you know somebody that might like this podcast, we would really appreciate it if you would share this with them. Also, if you have time to write us a review, that would mean a lot as well because I know it's a pain in the butt. We keep harping about it, but those algorithms really help bump us up and help others find us that might be looking for this information or a podcast to listen to. So if you could do that, so thankful for that. Also, our website, supernaturaljunkies.com. Sign up for our email newsletter there. Any of the studies that we mention, we will put in a newsletter and you'll get links to that. Also, Kevin's book, The COVID Beast, is available for purchase on Kindle right now. And we have that information available on our website, supernaturaljunkies.com. His Audible version, as well as the paperback version, should be out anytime now. You don't want to miss out. And by signing up for that email newsletter, you will be the first to know because there are limited supplies. Thank you guys so much. We will have some Supernatural Junkies gear coming out soon because you guys have expressed an interest in that. We'll have some stickers as well as some t-shirts uh, with our logo on there, the cartoon logos, and as well as hoodies, that kind of thing. If you want more information on that, you'll have to sign up for that email newsletter, supernaturaljunkies.com. Thank you guys so much. Have a blessed week.